Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chips here. What it do? The Sixers, man, I don't know anymore. They're up and down. They look good. They break my heart. They look good again. They come back. They win. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it, that's how it feels. Like it's evident they have the talent and they can. I just, I don't know if I can take another heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're not. I don't know. Again, like you lose to Boston, Miami. You beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Being down. Being down, 50. yeah, I think it was like 17 points at one point. So I don't know. I mean, we said it last week. We we know how good this team can be, and when we saw it, and plus Tobias Harris and PJ Tucker got hurt in that game, and we still won. James Harden had himself a showing though. Harden was phenomenal, and that's what like Harden went off against Milwaukee, right? And then against Indiana last night, has 14 points. Now, he had 20 assists. 20 assists, though. So, I mean, you know, that kind of makes up for it. And JoJo put up 42. Right. Like, it's, it, dude, it seems to me like Embiid is putting up 40 almost every game. Yeah, dude. I mean, and all, they're, they're not playing defense. I mean, you give up 130 to the Bucks, and then 140-something to Indiana. Now, you still won, which is fine. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess Tucker not being in there plays a part, but, I mean, that's still a lot of points. I mean, you can't sustain that. You can't, you know, you can't sustain giving up 130, 140 points a game. Yeah, I mean, what was it? it was against the Pacers, it was 70-something, 70-something at half. It was almost 80. It was 79-78. It was almost 80. It was nuts. They had, they almost had 160 points between the two of the teams at halftime. So, yeah, I mean, the defense definitely is taking a hit with Tucker out and, I guess, Harris. Um, you know, we're smaller because I think they're going with uh, Melton and Maxi, and then Harden as well in the starting unit. So we're definitely smaller, uh, which probably plays a part too. But, I mean, I don't really know how long Harris and Tucker are going to be out. Um, because this is not the, – the defense is not sustainable. They had McDaniel start one game. And I'm fine with that. But, you know, again, you know, the defense is definitely taking a hit. Um, But, yeah, again, it's just a roller coaster, like we say every week. It's just up and down, up and down. They make you feel great. They make you feel like crap. One week, they make you feel great again. And then it's just – it's it's uh, it's it's nuts. Well, we'll get into the whole Sixers roller coaster that's happening right now, as I think we're all transitioning into fully watching the Sixers and being fully invested again. Yeah. Uh, you know, do we do we have to talk about the Flyers? No. Um, they made some trades, but uh, look, the the whole crew has to go and. You heard me talk about how much I hate Paul Holmgren. It's not just him. 
it's not just him. All, all of the advisors that are former Flyers or have just been in the organization forever, they got to go. And you know what the crazy part is? The Flyers win and everyone's hunky-dory with Chuck Fletcher. He's going to get extended for 10 years. Or, no, not. Not or 10 years. let me tell you what's going to happen. And you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hear this one because you've probably heard it before. Chuck Fletcher is being removed from the GM position and promoted to president. <laughs> that is something that has happened. To Previously. our boy Pauly Holmgren. Yeah, no, it's uh, I mean you you know you're finally seeing people. You know, say sell the team. I mean, people have been saying sell the team, but more people are on board uh, now. I mean, you know, they made some trades, which didn't really do anything. No. I mean, they got some late round picks. They got uh, Dude, it Lemieux. The moves were terrible. Yeah. Waiting, you know, oh, the, the Red Wings back out of a trade at the 11th hour. It's like... Well, I'm going to tell you something. Maybe you shouldn't just have the Red Wings on the phone. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't, you know. You're telling me you couldn't get anything for a veteran at the trade deadline on an expiring contract. The exact job of a GM to do. Yeah. Anything. Nothing. He couldn't help any franchise at all. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Moving on. From that dumpster fire of a horrifically owned fan, excuse me, team with fans that are pissed off beyond belief that won everyone and their mother out of that organization at the moment. You're happy with what you got. Yeah. So happy that you think that. Because I will not be watching until you're all gone. Yeah. Next. I mean, and, and you know, real quick, you saw there was a video that came out. People aren't going to the Flyers anymore. Oh, that Rangers video? That Rangers video, yeah. That, that was a Rangers home game. Yeah. That was the Wells Fargo Center, friends. See, I'll tell you why. You, do you know, no one, no one in the front office or the ownership group cares because there were still asses in seats. That's true. They only care about making a profit. They don't give a damn about what product they put out on the ice. And, you know, you John Tortorella had a point. You want people to come to the game. You want it to look like a home game. You don't want to be embarrassed and disgraced like that. Put out a roster that can actually perform, that actually has talent, that actually resembles what Philadelphia hockey used to look like. Because this is a friggin' abomination what's happened to this team. Hockey is officially dead in Philadelphia. And it's a damn shame because this is one beautiful hockey town that had one passionate fan base. And you toss dirt in their eye each and every single year. You keep that dumb bastard in the GM seat. And you keep giving all these guys who have done nothing but put this organization in the grave power to do what they want. I'm tired of it. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Okay, next. Now next. God damn it. Sorry for cursing so much, but, you know, I I loved Flyers hockey growing up. And just to watch where it's come has really taken a toll on me. It was something I look forward to each and every single year. 
And I could deal with a couple of years of slumping. I, that's that's how teams work. It, you sting for a little bit, but then you rebuild and you get better. But this team is not in any position to do that. And to keep trying to patch these little holes, put Band-Aids on it. It's like putting Band-Aids on an airplane. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's like putting a Band-Aid on, your bro- on a broken leg. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll be good, buddy. Yeah. You don't need the crutches. Just walk on it. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. it'll heal. You're good. All right. Okay. Spring training. Spring training. Philly's back in swing. Uh, Bohm is hitting pretty good. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, World Baseball Classics right around the corner. Um, but yeah, there's going to be, you know, spring training still going to be going on. Um, World Baseball Classics start today or is it tomorrow? Uh, I don't believe there was a game today. I think it's tomorrow. Man. I don't know, but uh, it's starting very soon. Uh, we're going to see some Phillies out there. Trey Turner, J- JT Romuto, Kyle Schwarber. Um, Tywin Walker is pitching for his country. I don't remember which country it is. I'm sorry. Um, Jose Alvarado is pitching for his country as well. Uh, any other Phillies? I think Garrett Stubbs is playing for his country which is i think it's i think he's playing for israel maybe Uh, dude he beats me uh i believe classic is where you learn where a bunch of people are from too because you don't pay attention to it right i mean i know like got like some guys i was like oh like um tommy edmund from st louis is playing for um I want to say Stubbs is playing for Israel. Yeah, Stubbs is playing for Israel. Um, Lars Newtbar is playing for Japan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is he Japanese? I guess he's part Japanese. Um, Damn, Tommy Edmund Tommy is playing for another Asian country. It might be Korea or uh, Lars Newtbar. Yeah, his mother is Japanese. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking up Taiwan Walker. Trace Thompson, Great Britain. Yes, Trace Thompson's Great Britain. So I guess Clay Thompson's also British. Marcus Stroman, Puerto Rico. Uh, yes, he was he and he was on the U.S. team, but he. I, that, I, I don't really hate that. Um, but yeah, he's he's pitching for. If you're multicultural and you represent one and one and one or yeah. the other, I can't really say anything about that. That's yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So uh Jock Peterson is on Israel too. Yes. Um Taiwan Walker is pitching for Mexico. And I believe Alvarado is for Venezuela. Let me fact check. Oh. Matt Harvey is playing for Italy. <laughs> was uh Vinny Pasquatino from the Royals. Um Sorry, I'm just like trying to do this on the fly here. Freddie Freeman's also playing for Canada. He is, yes. Which is pretty cool. I think his mom's Canadian if I'm not mistaken. Uh yeah, one of his parents is Canadian. Uh, yes, Alvarado is 14, Venezuela. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be – I think almost every team has at least one 
uh, MLB guy. So, I mean, that's what I, I find it cool, you know, watching the World Baseball Classic, you know, seeing guys who, like we said, who you wouldn't expect to be on some teams like, you know, so it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And um, yeah, Phillies are going to continue in spring training. Um, you mentioned Alec Bohm's hitting pretty well. Um, we'll get into the painter injury. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anything yet, but uh, it's <laughs> the news is just like, like, how do I not hype? But like they are just nonstop talking about it and it's getting They're into over the cycle. It. Yeah. It, it, um, he said he had a tender elbow. I mean, yeah. And I think it Rob, could be Thompson, anything. Rob Thompson uh, didn't seem too, uh, too worried about it from what I heard. So that's a good sign. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, NFL combine just ended as well. So I got to see some, uh, some prospects potentially for the Eagles in the draft coming up. I, I watched that a lot uh, during the weekend. So a lot of stuff and March madness and <laughs> March madness. But uh, you know, your wildcats probably won't be uh, participating, but it's still fun nonetheless. Sorry, I had, well, to, had to go there. <laughs> listen, the Big East tournament is coming up. Yeah, I mean, listen, they still have a shot. They really There's do. a shot. So There's a chance. We will, we will see. Don't let them get hot. That's true. They have Don't a good squad. They have a good squad. Dude, that UConn game, man, if they took that, that was yeah. it. Yeah, it's a shame. But I, I can't really say anything right now. Uh, I'm disappointed, but. Look, I've uh, you you've talked to me after watching all year, so yeah. <laughs> it was a rough um, start. But it could have been worse for a first-year head coach. Yes, well, at Villanova. I mean, I know he's had head coaching experience, but yeah, at Villanova. Uh, well, on that note, I got nothing left. What you say, Chip A? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in a huddle and talk some combine birds, baby. Birds. Birds. No, birds. It still stings. All right. Go birds. Go birds. So what you see this week? I know you're a, you're a big combine guy. I watched a little bit of it. What you thinking? Um, freak athletes. That's just what I'll say. Um, the combine is getting more and more insane every single year. Um, it's just, it's crazy. The the type of athletes that come out every year. Um, you know, it's just, you know, for me, it's fun to watch that. It's just, it's, you know, you get, you get to, you know, you hear a bunch of these names in college and, um, you know, you, you get to see these guys really put on display how just freakishly athletic they are. Um, and you get to know these guys, you know, for the upcoming draft. So I, I think it's always fun. Um, but yeah, every year it just seems like these guys get more and more just 
unbelievably athletic. Um, you know, you're seeing guys like Nolan Smith run a four three nine at defensive end. Um, you know, you're seeing a guy almost 285 pounds run a four four. Um, it's just you know, and then you got you know you're seeing these DBs run four twos, four threes. You know, these receivers run four twos and four threes. Um, you're seeing Anthony Richardson absolutely light it up running a four four three at 240 pounds. You know, you're seeing guys like Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia, at almost 280 pounds, 270 pounds, run a four, you know, four six. Um, it, it's just, it's crazy. It really is insane. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, you get to, you get to see some of the guys that could potentially be picked by the Eagles. Um, you know, I was definitely taking a hard look at the cornerback position and uh, the defensive line position, the running back position. So um, it was fun. It was fun to watch. So, I mean, looking at what was available, what, looking at what's available in the combine and then looking at where the Eagles will most likely go, I don't see them taking a running back at 10. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would be very surprised if they take a running back. It's just how his track record. I mean, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I would be very surprised. And even at 30, I'd be surprised if he took a running back. Now, I'd be less surprised, but I definitely still would be surprised. Um, but top if 10 seen, should be probably a corner, one of the top three corners. If they yeah. Start. Yeah. A lot of people are saying corner for the Eagles. You know, don't be surprised if it's defensive line, whether it's interior or edge. Um, but that's probably the only two positions that he would go. At 10 and then at 30, again, you could, you know, could look at one of those positions, could look at running back. But again, I'd be surprised. Um, you could go receiver. If one falls and again, if if a guy like Bijan Robinson is falling to 30, I think you should scoop him up. I mean, this guy's a top five talent in the draft. And if you if you I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be there at 30 because he could go top 10. Who knows? But if he's there at 30, just because the positional value in running back is not what it used to be, um, you know, if he's there at 30, I think I think it's going to be hard. Not, it's going to be hard to pass him up. I, I yeah, that's exactly what I, I think would happen. I, I don't know how he's even going to keep the 10th. Right, he could uh, move. He could move. He could he could wheel and deal because, um, you know, we have two first round picks, a second and third. And then we don't have one. We don't have a fourth, fifth, or sixth round pick. We have two seventh round picks after that. So, you know, he he could be moving around to get some mid round picks. Um, he could be trading future picks. Um, but I, I'm I'm sure he'll make a trade because he usually does. Um, but it could be it, it. I I don't know. I mean, he could move out of ten, but I just think you know you traded for it last year. You might as well use it. So. Um. And, you know, at, especially at the positions the Eagles need, uh, it's a deep class. You know, cornerback class is deep. The edge class is deep. Um, you know, there's some, there's some good running backs. There's some good receivers, but down the board, in my opinion, it's not as top-heavy. Um, but there's some good – I mean, you need a slot receiver. There's some good slot receivers in this class. Um, you know, there's some good offensive line depth. I mean, don't – you know, don't be surprised if he goes offensive line because – you know how he loves to go with either defense or offensive line. So 
he'll probably take both of those positions if I had to guess. And then uh, he is a trenches guy. I, he I wouldn't is. even be surprised. He is, and uh, you know, free agency is is, uh, is next week, I believe. I think it's next a week from today as we record this. So, um, you know, you're seeing guys get franchise tagged. The Eagles didn't use one on anyone, so you know, everyone who's a free agent will be a free agent. Um, you know, you're seeing guys like Daniel Jones get paid, and Geno Smith got paid. Derek Carr signed with the Saints for a big deal. And okay, you know, I I still can't even. There is no way. That Daniel Jones should have gotten that much money. I'm yeah, sorry. he's getting uh, he's getting forty million a year. Four years, hundred sixty million. Um, listen, I guess uh, one year of success will do that for you. Um, listen, I'm going to list off ten quarterbacks, no particular order. You tell me if they're better than Dan. If Daniel Jones is better than them. Okay. Justin Herbert. No. Aaron Rodgers. No. Josh Allen. No. Jalen Hurts. No. Healthy Matt Stafford. No. Healthy Tua Tagovailoa. No. I, do I have to keep going? Those are the people that should be getting the big money. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, <sighs> Joe Burrow. I mean, 160 million. That's <laughs> that's a steep price. I mean, hell, Jared Goff had a hell of a year in Detroit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he only had 15 throwing touchdowns. He had five picks. But they were good. I mean, they were a solid team. Um, I think if you can get some pieces around Daniel Jones, he'll probably be better. He didn't really have any, you know, great weapons. Um, the offensive line. trying to disparage the guy that much either. But no, it's just, just gonna... it's just. You know, it's it's tough because the Giants are in a in a situation where, you know, the players around Daniel Jones aren't that great. The roster is not that great yet. Um, you know, it, I mean, I mean, I'm not a biased fan when I say that they over they overperformed last year. You know, no one expected the Giants to be that good. They won a lot of close games. Uh, it was kind of like the Vikings. You know, they won a lot of bunch of uh, you know one score games. So they're they're good when it comes to you know winning those close games, but the roster itself isn't quite there yet. Um, you know, I, I would argue that they're on paper they're probably the worst roster in our division. Um, you know, if if you give the if you if you give Washington a good quarterback, they could be a playoff team. Um, so, you know, they, they still they the Giants have a lot of holes still. Um. But they feel if if they can get some pieces around Daniel Jones, they can compete. So they had, they I mean they had to pay somebody. They were either going to pay Saquon or him. So they paid him and gave Sa- Saquon the tag, and that's it for this year. Well, moving forward, speaking of quarterbacks that need a contract, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean you know you're seeing like I said you're seeing guys like Geno Smith and Derek Carr and and Daniel Jones get. I mean, Daniel Jones got 40 million a year, but Geno Smith got three years, 105 mil. Um, and then Derek Carr got four for hundred and something. I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you could see Jalen Hurts with 45 to 50 million dollars a year, which is crazy. Um, so we'll see what happens, but nothing, uh, nothing is come to fruition yet with with that and 
again, Eagles didn't place a tag on anybody. So all the free agents will be free agents come next week, and uh, we'll see what the Eagles do. Do you think they're going to resign Gardner Johnson? You know, I hope so. I I heard that that's one of their top priorities. Um, you know, he will. I, I don't know. I mean, if if someone gives him the bag elsewhere, then that's going to be tough for the Eagles to match that. Um, he had a great year last year. You know, when he was healthy. So we'll see. If he wants to stay, he'll stay. But someone could give him the bag. <sighs> but um yeah you, you probably if i had to guess you probably won't see bradbury here next year you probably won't see miles sanders here next year i think the top priorities are probably gardner johnson and hargrave if i had to guess um so i think how he's gonna you know take a lot of time and try and get those two guys especially and then after that you know, you could look at bringing Kaiser White back. You could bring back T.J. Edwards. You know, you probably Marcus won't see. Is a free agent now? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. There's a lot. But you probably won't see Isaac Siamala back. Uh, you'll probably have Cam Jurgens start there next year if Kelsey comes back. So, you know, it's going to be a different team. There's going to be guys that were here and now are gone. I mean, it happens every year. So things change a lot. And uh, especially with the Eagles, with so many, so many guys that are free agents and, you know, I think how he's going to try and do everything he can to get the, to get the key guys back, but it's going to be tough. Then the draft has to be good. Yeah. Yeah. We keep saying it. Um, Again, you know, in order to, to sustain to sustain success in the NFL, you have to draft well. And especially when you do eventually pay your quarterback, which the Eagles are going to do eventually. Um, so, you know, we saw it with the with the Chiefs this past year. You know, they, they paid Patrick Mahomes all that money a few years ago, and they were able to draft really well with guys like Isaiah Pacheco who had a great year and um, you know, the the defensive backs. Um, they've been able to draft, have, have played good enough for them. And um, so same thing with the Eagles. You know, you're, you're going to pay your guy at quarterback and the rest is the rest should uh, will hopefully follow suit with with good drafts and good trades and good free agency signs. Well. Let's break the huddle. As the draft approaches, we will continue to discuss, but right now. There's nothing really to say. Any free agency news pops off, though. We got you. Yes, market. Also, Marcus Epps is a free agent. So, yep. Had a feeling. Yeah, a lot of guys, man. A lot of, a lot of starters, especially Bradbury, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. You know, obviously C.J. Gardner Johnson and Javon Hargrave, Marcus Epps. You know, Miles Sanders, obviously on the offensive side. Isaac Ciamalo, Kaiser White. Um, but again, you know, we're losing some depth guys too, like, like Andre Dillard is free agent. Um, you know, Zach Pascal's a free agent. We only signed him for a one year deal. Robert Quinn, who we traded for, um, you know, Boston Scott is a free agent. So some key guys, you know, whether it be starters or even just depth guys, it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be a tough off season, but a big one. 
Yeah, you couldn't have said it better there. The Phillies? Let's move on to the Phils. Little little Phils. Yeah. Uh, it's spring training. What, 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 what am I supposed to say here? Yeah, it's still early. Um, you know, a couple guys have played really well. A couple guys haven't. Um, you know, for the most part, you know, the guys who are supposed to hit are hitting. And uh, I know Bryson Stott hasn't really had a great spring so far. Um, but like you said, Alec Boehm has, has played really well. He's uh, hopefully starting to develop some of that power that we would love to see. Um, Been seeing it. So that's a good sign. Uh, pitching has looked okay. You know, it's again, it's still early. It's it's hard to They're get building a grasp, their velocity. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But uh, I'm excited for the World Play- Baseball Classic, like I said, and excited to see uh, some familiar faces out there for the USA. Now, let's get into the drama. Andrew Painter injury. Tender yeah. elbow. I don't know. I mean, that's that's all we've heard is tender elbow. You know, he was having some some soreness, I guess. Um, you know, people love to make a thing bigger than it usually is. Um, you know, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I, I, it could be something serious. I just don't know. Um, but from what Rob Thompson said, he's not really worried about it. He'll probably get a few days off. You know, he'll probably he probably won't pitch for a couple days and see what happens. Um, but you know. People like to, I mean, he's the number one prospect, like one of the, I mean, he's the number one pitching prospect in baseball. So, you know, people are going to make a big deal out of it. So, I don't know. I I just don't know. There's a lot of unknown, and a lot of people are making it a big, big thing. Well, uh, we don't know. And this is probably the first time in a long time that I haven't seen an update on an injury in a long time. So, uh. Listen to me being redundant in a long time, in a long time. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it. I just yeah, there's, there's not much to say about the Phillies, you know, other than that. And again, the, the WBC and it's early, you know, guys are still getting, getting back to it in the swing of things, literally. And, um, you know, not much to say. I've said all I want to say about the Flyers. No oh God. Um, no, I'm, I have nothing else to add to that. Oh, all right, good. Yeah, I've said everything that I could possibly say that I I would hope there are a lot of fans that have mutual feelings. If if you are still attending the games, I implore you, reconsider. Stop. Stop. Just don't. Reconsider. Uh, the only thing. That is, you know, if if they lose all their season ticket holders, good luck. They they've lost the city. They've lost they lost a lot of us. And it's such a shame. Can you hear the sadness in his voice? Moving I, on. I can hear it. March Madness. I can hear. The just anger and frustration. March in his voice. <laughs> Madness. Well, this won't make it better for you. I can deal with that. All right. Well, Nova's won two national championships in the past fair. what seven years. I'm cool. All right. 
Fair enough. So let's think about it, right? Well, no the only, one, the no only way, one, the only way we know is that if they win, if they win the conference championship. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I'm talking about the actual tournament. Yeah. Uh, as, I have fun during conference tournament week. I mean. Oh yeah. Conference tournament's great. There is no right answer in conference tournament week. Yes. So if anyone ever says, oh, you got to bet this team. No, you don't. Nope. You bet whoever you want because chances are it's 50-50 no matter what the odds say. Yeah. Like, Villanova plays Georgetown. I could see Georgetown winning that game. Could you stop? I'm, I'm listen. Could you stop? I'm just, I, I only no, pay attention to No, you to need Villanova. to stop right now. That no, is not listen. what I was going for. I, I did not need it. Okay, negative vibes. Villanova. And I negative know they're vibes right there. Down, all right. No, that's and negative vibes. Is technically the worst team in the Big East. All right. That's all I'm saying. You know what? You are, you know, you are being a negative Nancy. All right, fine. I can see uh, Alabama losing to uh, uh, Tennessee. I mean, I know Tennessee's good. Never mind. Um, I can see Alabama. Well, Alabama's not going to the. I can see Baylor losing to. Oklahoma. Sure. Because I know they're in the both they're both in the Big Twelve. So I don't I don't know what every single tournament looks like. I could see uh uh your point's been made, brother. Who uh who's Providence playing in the Big East tournament? Uh, or are they in the I had to pull up the bracket. Marquette's number one. Marquette is one. And they have a bye. I know the top three teams have a bye. Yeah, Marquette has a buy. Creighton. Creighton has a buy. And Providence, if I had to guess. Yeah. Okay. So whoever's the fourth team in the fifth. Uh, well, that's a close game though. Listen, I'm trying to make a point, and I hope you guys understand. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Providence plays UConn on Thursday. UConn's good though. Yeah. I can see Wait. Providence beating UConn if that's what you mean. But who's four? Is that four or five? Yeah, I, you know, I, I will say the ESPN app has been absolutely terrible at going through the tournament, the big, uh, the uh, conference tournaments. 2023 Big East. No, not Big West. Big East West. Big West. Is that the even a Big West tournament? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can find the bracket here. All right. I got you. All right. Uh, number, yeah. I mean, Villanova is playing Georgetown. Georgetown. Number seven, Seton Hall is playing number 10, DePaul. And number eight, St. John's is playing number nine, Butler. And then whoever wins number eight and nine goes on to play number one. Yeah, Providence is five. Connecticut's four. Uh, oh, Xavier's number two. Got it. So we forgot Xavier. Marquette's one. Xavier's two. Creighton's three. UConn four for Providence five. Villanova six. You get it. So, yeah. That was my point. And I only I only really pay attention to Villanova and, obviously, the Big East. So, that's just what I'm getting at. All right? I got, mad at me. No, I got your man. I, I knew what you were saying. All right. So, if DePaul wins, because they're number 10, right? And they yeah. go into play, they go into play Xavier. DePaul Xavier be, will DePaul probably could, mop the floor with them. Well, they will. But DePaul could win that game. That's what I'm saying. That's my point I'm getting at. Yeah, man, it, anything can happen in conference play. That's the thing. Uh, I think once you're in the tournament as well, anything can happen. And 
it, it is all just a crapshoot. It is. It really is. There's a reason why one year they were giving away a billion dollars if someone got a perfect bracket. Well, yeah. I mean, who would have thought UMBC a few years ago would have beat Virginia? And these are the reasons why you throw $5 on the 16s. <sighs> Listen, man. Don't encourage them, all right? $5? I Listen. Fives, it starts with five, and then it's ten, and then it's fifty, and then it's two hundred dollars. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. Okay, I do not bet two hundred dollars. I'm just saying, not just you. People get the itch. Like people bet five dollars and win a hundred bucks, and they're like, "Oh, I'm good at this," and then they bet a hundred bucks and lose all of it. See, you never do that. Yeah, I don't, because I don't bet. Well, all right. So $5 on the 16s. Don't bet, kids. $5 on the 16s is what I say. If one of them hits, you know, you did pretty good. Did you? Yeah, why not? Or you can just watch and enjoy it and not worry about if you're going to win or not. How am I going to get any joy out of UNC Asheville versus (laughs) Chattanooga? You listen to Tom McCarthy announce the game, all right? Listen to Tom McCarthy announce the game. <laughs> I feel like yes. in the NCAA tournament, he always has this crap game, the crap games. Him, it's him and um, Avery Johnson. I, I'm not, like, a huge fan of Tom McCarthy, so. No, I hate Tom McCarthy. I know, I know that's the anti-opinion in Philadelphia. But... I hate Tom McCarthy. I'm sorry. I ha- okay, listen. I hate Tom McCarthy, but I despise Greg Murphy. See, the fact that he still has a job, the fact that they brought him back, it's I don't I don't get it. Why? He's awful. I hate him. You love Greg Murphy, dude. Dude, I I would rather get hit by a train. And listen to Greg Murphy. You love. I'd rather slam my hand on an eight-inch nail than li- listen to t- than listen to Greg Murphy. All right. I, I have nothing. I have nothing left for this episode. I'll be 100 percent honest with you. We have we have covered everything. If you uh, take anything away from this episode. Just realize how much I despise Greg Murphy. I mean, we we could talk Sixers again, but it's just going to be the same thing about how there's inconsistency, but they have the talent. Blah 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 blah. You know, Embiid's dropping yeah. forty. Same old song and dance. You've heard it all before. They give you hope, and then they rip it away from you, and leave you with nothing. Yes. So that's that's that. Hey, Chip, why don't you do the outro of this episode and see what happens? Uh, um, thanks for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow Ryan, at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow me, at PHL Chip Tiernan. Um, Damn, Chip, that was terrible. 
No, I'm, st- I'm not done yet. Mm. We'd like to thank you for listening to the band, Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Um, go to the web shop, get your TBW merch, hats, hoodies, shirts, all that good stuff. Can't forget, I uh, can't forget the shout out phlsportsnation.com. All of our wonderful colleagues there. Go to the yeah, go to get a PHL Sports Station. Go to the podcast tab. You can check us out there. Um, we're on everything under the moon with podcasts. Every mm. podcast, we're pretty much there. If not, let us know. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter. You could email us at phltheBandwagon at gmail.com. Um, that's yeah. We put up polls every week on Twitter. Uh, not on Facebook though, because Facebook's poll system is hot garbage, um, and Facebook itself is hot garbage. But we still do it. Um, so you know, if you find us, just go to Twitter. Twitter's way better. Go to the Twitter. We, we, we share things there. Share things. You know, Instagram maybe could be someday. Never. <sighs> Listen, you never know. Never maybe, say never. Maybe. No, never for TikTok, though. That's not. No, happening. well, no, that's not happening. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, well, you got you to, gotta, you know, capture every demographic. It's like, well, I don't care about TikTok. YouTube, maybe. Will I ever do it? YouTube, YouTube, probably. Maybe if we get, you know, there's some technical difficulties. Yeah, with there's that. a, we're locked out of the account. And, okay. Uh, well, that's, I mean, you didn't have, you didn't have to tell them, but. It, it's kind of annoying. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do, but maybe one day, YouTube. Like YouTube uh, we can is definitely make a new page, you know. Yeah, I mean YouTube is definitely more likely than Instagram. I'll just say that. So, look out for the YouTube. Hopefully, coming soon. Um, mostly it. clips, yeah, shorts, clips. and all. So, and then maybe, maybe eventually the into- the whole podcast. That's kind mm-hmm. of my thinking, but you know, we never know. We, we'll talk it out and we'll we'll see uh, what we want to do for that. But there there should be a YouTube on the horizon uh and yeah so thanks for listening and we love you we'll see and you at the next stop at the next stop yeah how was that was that a good outro it wasn't like like yours i mean i'm, I'm a i want to have to give you a well you're like you're a seasoned vet at this you know what i'm saying like you've been doing this for five years i'm old i mean yeah We've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Go Birds. Go Birds.